I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. Greed, deception, abuse of power, that's no plan. They, they just gatekeep knowledge, you know? They're, they're to total masters of deception. They manipulate everything. You know, these, these pricks at the helm have lied to us. It's... I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. They're, they're setting it up for the Great Deception. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it all revolves around the Great Deception. Yeah, right? it, bingo. And L.A. and I talked about that. I said, L.A., is this the Great Deception? And he didn't hesitate. He said, absolutely. I never used to question before, and now I question everything. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. The world needs a wake-up call. We're going to fall it in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the tag team champion of the podcast world. I'm the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me is Ryan, the radical one, the scissor cutting, the bending of time, reality, and all things space, the right lip, Ryan Dean. And joining us is the bean of the week himself from the Great Deception podcast, Matt T. How are you? Doing great, my friend. I, I prefer to go by the moist bean. Ooh, moist bean. Mr. M bean, moist please. Bean. Yeah, I like that. Moist bean it is. As long moist as it's bean. bean. Yeah, you have to be a bean. And I always feel like, dude, I always feel like people are going to think that, like we're calling him a Mexican or something. Like I always think that, but it's it's flicking the bean, it, right? It, yeah, if you can't yeah. figure it out by now, you you know, you need a little help. It's not like this is episode two here. This is what'd you say, sixty-nine ghost? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine, so. a big one. A big one, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah, man. I'm excited to get into some stuff. And we brought on a great guest who uh it was kind of an accident on your part, Ghost. You had invited Matt. And uh, you know, what a great guest to have on for a big six nine. I, th I think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I originally uh, sent out the invitation last week, but he was traveling and was with family and stuff. And he's like, how about next week? And I was like, that works perfect. And I started throughout the middle of the week. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit, this is fucking episode 60 fucking nine. It's a huge so, deal. Huge deal in, in the cunt world, uh, so to speak. But uh, yeah, so I sent a group text. And what does Matt send back? But a nice picture of a, a ball cap that says wine, dine and 69. A lovely hat yeah we need to get those actually some merch for the show but yeah, uh definitely. yeah man i mean uh we always bullshit up front here matt what did you get into this weekend did you do anything fun you see any good movies do anything cool what's up uh saturday is always a day with my son so i picked him up early in the morning uh we had to 
take the dog for a bath because I have a hundred pound shepherd and she doesn't exactly fit in a normal bathtub. So we take her down to the pet shop and, and, and give her a bath and all that fun stuff. And then, uh, watched a little, uh, AEW wrestling last night with my son. They had a big pay-per-view event and, uh, it was a blast, man. Absolute blast. Dude, I bet that's fun when you have a kid that's into that, right? Because like, dude, I and, and no one out there take this the wrong way. I feel like when grown ass men are watching that and they don't have kids, there's something off upstairs. Like you got to have. And I know that you enjoy it personally, too, Matt. But you probably also enjoy it a lot more because you have your son to enjoy it with. I don't you don't seem like the dude that would be watching this shit and going to events if you didn't have a child that was into it. No, I stopped watching it around puberty. Um, and then (laughs) picked it up probably about five years ago now when my son got back into it and he was, he was about five at the time. And one of his little buddies at daycare was into John Cena. So we started watching some highlights. Then that led to watching raw and that led to watching SmackDown. And now we got, we went (laughs) last two weeks ago, we went to, uh, an event up here in, in Massachusetts and then in two weeks, we're going to Providence, Rhode Island for a show. Oh. So it's it's awesome. But I agree a hundred and ten percent about the other part that you said, because my old man has been watching wrestling and never taken a break. And <laughs> there is something off there. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. I mean, I mean he, go ahead. He comes from the old school, man. I mean, back when they didn't get paid shit, you know what I mean? And it, it was like all those special little territories and and. To look back on it now is kind of nostalgic, but like for us, but we still don't really grasp how it was for our our parents' generation watching it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I think it's cool. I did see that the uh, the Down syndrome queen herself made her debut in AEW. So congratulations, Ronda fucking Rousey. Oh yeah, I think she's got like fetal alcohol syndrome or something. I don't think it's Downs. Okay, she's got something. If you ever have time, go back and watch that Holly Holm fight where she oh. gets her ass beat by this that, chick that had no business beating her up, dude. She just like, gets kicked to the face. And it's I mean, even before out. that, she, oh, gets she got pounded a couple the whole times. fight. Yeah. Wild, dude. And I remember that pay-per-view because my uncle actually bought it when he was still around, you know, and he was still alive. And, um, you know, with the wrestling, I think it's a generational thing, right? I think that there's like there's people. Like, like Matt said, like you stopped in, if you're kind of in the age of like 40 to 30 now, maybe 50, right? You're stopping watching at a certain point. Like you said, when you hit puberty, but the younger kids today, like your son might watch this his entire life. And I don't think that that would be weird because they're kind of changing it. Everyone knows it's fake. We didn't know it was fake when we were little. We thought that it was 100% real, right? Unless Mm -hmm. I'm just slower than everybody. But we thought that it was real, dude. We're like, holy shit. And then when you find out that it's fake, it takes a little while because you're like, no, I can't be fake. Look what they're doing. They're bleeding. They're really bleeding. Like, this is is real shit. And then you start realizing, like, okay, it is absolutely fake. And then you get out of it. But I think it's different with the younger and the older generations with that. But, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's strange to me. My dad's never been into it. Yeah, and and if anybody that is into it, Vice, the Vice Network does some great uh, documentaries called one's mm. called the Do- uh, Dark Side of Wrestling, Dark Side. and it's yeah, probably, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, oh yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. And then there's another one I just started watching it today, and it was about the Territories Ghost. So okay. it broke down. Each show was like an hour long, and it was the separate territories. 
and whole talk about some wild stories that went on back in the day. I mean, we're talking guns drawn, knives, you know, just crazy shit. One of my favorite episodes was the one that they did on Bruiser Brody and how he died down in uh, I forget it was South America somewhere. I don't know if it was Puerto Rico or or something, but he 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 went down and ended up getting getting killed and shit and it's like holy fuck and then then you look back and you're like you know, I have a very small memory of, of Bruiser Brody. Like he wasn't, he, he was on the verge of being a star, but if he would have lived, I think he would have, I, I don't know. I think he would have been the Goldberg before Goldberg uh, ever existed and probably maybe might've not blown up Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 he, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> should have, would have, could have, but yeah, those dark sides of the ring and the one on Chris Benoit is good. Uh, they're, they're all good. In my opinion, they're all good. Yeah, absolutely, man. They're and they're worth it. You know, if anybody that's into it, it, it brings you back to the old old times, and it's cool now because a lot of that stuff is on. I know all the WWE and slash WWF stuff is on the Peacock Network, so you can go mm-hmm. on there and watch all the old stuff, which is really cool. My son enjoys that. Um, AEW is supposedly signing a deal with Max. And all of their old stuff would be on there, which would include like Ring of Honor, which is where Ronda Rousey is right now, and their main shows, which, you know, right now is giving WWE a run for their money, which is pretty impressive in this day and age and how established WWE is. I mean, it just sold. You know what it reminds me of is back in the day, in the late 90s, you were either a Raw fan or you were a Nitro fan. And that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's like the rebirth of WCW. You know, you have the big talent, you know, going over there, rebranding. Like, like I, I, I don't really watch a lot of it, um, but I do like how uh, Billy Ray Dudley uh, turned himself into Bully Ray. You know what I mean? He's not the goofy glasses wearing. Now, don't get me wrong; they were pretty some extreme wrestlers, but I don't know the the character changes and modifications. They're pretty good, and I see that uh, Edge came back, and I was always a kind of a fan of Edge. You know, even when he started with the Brood and the whole uh, vampire type of story and what have you back in the day. But no, it's all it's all good. So enough about wrestling. What else did you get into? Yeah, I was going to say I think that we're going to have to give up our balls if we keep talking about this too long here, but. Um, no, man, I, I, I think that it's funny, man. I, it, the culture around it's awesome, dude. I think that, like I said, it's just fun. Like, it's just, it seems cool. Dude, I it's always, so know, comical to go to a show though. I, because I bet dude. It, I've never seen more like grown men on the spectrum walking around with championship belts. Like right. they are the world champion and more <laughs> people that struggle to fit in a normal seat. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an ICP concert, dude. That's what it seems like, yeah. right? Insane clown posse. Yep. I, you know me, dude. I always think of the South Park episode where it's like, holy shit, this guy can really wrestle, and it's just acting, yeah. right? Like the whole time. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, I'm glad that you guys have that. You and like if a dad and his son needs something like that, dude. Yeah, like, and, something and that's just to to add to a little stick with the cunt theme. We added some uh, homemade pizza and buffalo wings last night. So oh. that was the uh, the food for the wrestling event. That's nice. a perfect food too. Do you make the wings? Yeah, well, yeah. Buy a party pack and then we uh, deep fry uh, marinate them overnight and then season them again and before we throw them in the fryer. Nice. 
You yeah. go hot. You Hell go like it. buffalo hot. Garlic. I go hot. He goes mild. Okay. Respectable. We get usually there. either mix it up with a little blue cheese, some ranch on the side. Some he loves celery, so we always have celery and stuff like that. So sounds like a fucking good week. And probably had a more fun than Ghost and I both. But what'd you get into, <laughs> Ghost? I just came well, out a really shit, like boring day myself. But what'd you get into? Well, my day today today was pretty fucking lazy. I've been I've been nursing a, a fucking uh, a knee injury all week, hobbling hobbling along. But is it your story, right knee as well? My right knee's kind of busted up. My left this uh, time. Fuck. I was going to so, say, hey, dude, if you if you just said your right knee is bothering you, I'm going to lose my mind because about two hours ago. Mine just started acting up out of nowhere. And I'm uh, like, oh, I'm like, tomorrow's going to be fun. It's the weather uh-huh. change, I bet. Yeah. That, yeah, it started off like <clears throat> my one dog, the coon hound, he, I woke up, he, he flopped on it on kind of side, like sideways, but like on top of it and kind of bent it backwards in my sleep. And I woke up, I was like, ah, fucking scared the shit out of him. He scared the shit out of me. And it, it, it hurt the next day. But what really started hurting was the days after when the knee itself started to kind of heal, but my calf muscle and my lower quad from compensating on walking, you know, and I had it in the knee brace and everything fucking muscles hurt like crazy. But anyway, enough about that and me being retarded. Uh, Don't worry. Once this one heals, something with my right leg or foot will will start next. So what happens when you're a peak athlete like yourself, man, you're always a little tweaked. Always, you know, you're going up for those nice end zone touchdown grabs and, uh, you know, just sometimes you get hit hard, but, uh, oh, yesterday, uh, Friday, Friday wasn't much, had to get up super early on on Saturday, uh, had to take the wife's car up to the Hyundai dealership to get a couple recalls done on it and, and look into the oil consumption on it. So what did we do? I had only ever been to this store once in my life and I was like, let's go over to this store and become members. You are now looking at a proud member of a Sam's Club ownership. Sounds like a good idea if you've only been there once. That's a phenomenal investment. It was like 20 some years ago. Like It was like once I got out of the military. So we walked around there probably for almost three hours. And there was one item I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass for not getting. It was 50 bucks. But it was five different wing sauces from First We Feast, and it featured uh, the. Oh, you yeah, had the hot, the hottest one in there. Uh, the the first hottest one, the the first one, the Apollo, the not the newest one that they okay. they just, but it was the the OG hottest one. Yeah, I I'm think you're okay it. then. But yeah, but it's man, I was just like, now I'm kind of like, man, I wish I would have got that. But you know, all in all, all around great, great time. You know. I, God, you just scan the shit on your, your phone. You you check out on your phone. You walk out through the fucking door. You don't even have to go through a self-checkout. They scan a couple items. Yep, yep. You're good to go. See you. Have a good day. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'd have a field day. I'd have a field day in there, man. Well, let me tell you, we got this rotisserie chicken, okay? Now, normally in our grocery stores, these rotisserie chickens are like maybe a little bit bigger than a K-pod. They're not huge, right? And they're usually like six, seven bucks. This fucker was like three, almost four times the size of that for four ninety eight. Interesting. I wonder what kind of meat that is, though. Probably heavily steroid, steroided uh, chicken meat. But I've it, I've curved my meat purchasing from Walmart now. Purchasing in quotes. I I don't really get meat from there anymore. 
No. But, it's Narnar. Narnar. But all in all, great, great time. It, it, it was fun. And then today I just kind of, I don't know, I didn't really do much. I wanted to rest the knee. Watched a, I'm watching a new series that I think you guys might like. It's a little into the future, but dystopian. And uh, you, there are some things in there that if you go back, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But it's called The Peripheral. And it's on, uh, it's on uh, Prime as one of their their series and it's it's pretty good and it, it kind of this playing off the uh going into like the virtual reality you know uh playing a video game you're a sim yeah this and that but it, it goes a step further and it, it takes place in like 2035 so it's a little bit scientific futuristic but it, it it's pretty good i like it mm. so far i like a good sci-fi yeah. um Dude, I I just got back from a family baby shower. You guys been to one of those before? Oh, baby shower like the yeah. the trans uh, what do they call it? Not transsexual. Uh, unisex. I would take one of these. I mean, yeah, dude, it was rough. And you know, I love my family, but man, uh, Matt, I see you making a face like, dude, they're dull. What was it? Did you go full gender reveal or? No, no. And, I, you know, I, I want to like those, but I feel like everyone does them just because of the Internet. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they, everybody does it for their Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. Right. I saw a funny one where where like the wife was holding like a punching bag and the, the kid was like a you know wannabe MMA fighter or some shit. And he's punching this bag that she's holding and he can't break it. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. I like the fails. I will say the fails are great. But no, this one was nice. You know, it's just the games, like the forced games. I, I mostly feel bad for the couples when they're, you know, up there and they're, you know, it's awkward that the, these are younger in, the, in their early 20s. So it's awkward. You know what I mean? Getting up there and the, the wife's pregnant. The first game that we play is you have to get you get a measuring tape and you have to guess how big around. Size for penis? No, no, I would have. Wow. I would have. Uh, <laughs> no. And you know what? It, it's funny, though. You have you guess the size of her belly. And it's a lose-lose situation, right? You lose the game or you go too big and you you make her feel like she's fatter than she really is, right? Uh, me and my dad were joking. It'd be so hilarious if there was like a, a like an old pervert man that was like a dead ringer at these games and was just able to guess all the baby shower games, but he's like an old sweaty dude. He's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's 82 centimeters right there. Like every time, you know, just nailing him. Like an old school a- court master dude yeah it was rough so that was the first game and we're just going through all these games and um like i said i love everyone there and stuff but it was it's just rough dude it's all so forced and you're just watching them open their presents and half the people are paying attention half them aren't it's just a weird situation so that was the highlight of my weekend and uh just got decimated in ufc betting so luckily we got a week off from that next week so i won't lose more money but i've had two rough weeks so i gotta turn it around here I do want to add one thing on the way back. We stopped at a, like a little hidden treasure restaurant to get some, uh, some food. And I was going to get steak or a burger or whatever. Well, their, their special was uh, deep fried haddock. And I was kind of like, and I'm normally not a guy that will get fish when haddock's the only fish I'll eat anyway. But I saw them deliver the table next to us. This, this haddock, I was like, I'm getting it. And the wife's like, yeah, I think I might too. This haddock took up, okay, a normal uh, dish or a plate is usually about 10 inches in a restaurant, or if they're oval, maybe 12. (laughs) It took up the whole 
fucking side of the plate. I mean, this I couldn't even finish the whole thing, and it was phenomenal. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the wife actually did out eat me on that one. I was yeah, shocked. Man. You got to put your balls in her purse after that. I did. I, I put them in her mouth too, but no, well, good I'm for just you. kidding. That's no, good. I'm kidding. Well, let's but, crack into no, the news no. here. We got a lot of news to get into, right? I'm assuming. Well, Matt, did you did you bring any clips along with you here? Oh, I've got quite a few if you guys need any. Okay. Well, no, I want to, I, I think maybe we try something out a little different for the 69th episode. Maybe we rotate, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll play one, maybe ghost plays one, maybe Matt plays one. we do it that way. Matt, you can go in the middle. I know ghost. Sometimes it takes you a minute to get uh, uh TikTok up and shit like that. So whatever order we want to go in, but I've got a few, got a few fun okay. ones. Um, The usual suspects sending in some great stuff for me here. Um, there's a couple new dudes. There's this guy, uh, 49er gang that sent in some really interesting stuff. I don't know where to start, though, man. I'd like to hopefully get through all of these. I, I think maybe we'll start with something that might be up Matt's alley here. And you might be familiar with this, but the 13th month theory. <laughs> are you aware of this? Yeah. OK, well, it's not actually a theory. It's a fact. You're right. It is a fact, according to 1775, I think, is when this Bible was around. But this is a fun one, man. It's pretty cool some point a human being decides that you're not smart enough to know the truth and so this right here is the bible from 1775 telling us that we used to have 13 months vader is the 13th month vader and this is the other truth i don't know what's up this music now. by the way but we are living in sin by going to church on sunday okay Sunday is the first day of the week. Sunday's the first day of the week. The Sabbath is Saturday. Days of the week. First day of the week, Sunday. Second day, Monday. Look at that seventh day or Sabbath, Saturday. Can you believe this? Two, these are two things I heard recently on TikTok. Oh, there's 13 months in the year. And I was like, what? Then they start thinking about stuff like, okay, what does October mean? Well, that means the eighth month. What does December mean? D-deck 10. It's the 10th month. You know, so it's like all these, you start thinking about it. Like, geez, September, what's Sep? Seventh, you know? And it also, Nov, November. What's Nov? Nine. It's the ninth month. And now I, I have it right here in my 1775 Bible. Yeah, like I said, the 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 music made me feel like we're in a reading rainbow episode. But I mean, the 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 facts there, man, that's pretty fucking interesting, Matt. This seems like shit that you've probably covered before. What do you think about that show? Oh, the calendar is obviously one of the tools they've used to uh, manipulate us, to disconnect us from the natural order of things. Um, and actually, it, there's an interesting guy out there right now, a guy named Tom Sherman, who is creating his own calendar. And basically, he breaks it up based on five seasons and oh, goes from there. So there's there's five equal seasons, um, and it makes a lot more sense than, uh, you know, the calendar that we go by today. And, you know, and, yeah. and to you know, you throw another layer into that. What did we just go through? Daylight savings. You know, that's <laughs> another way where they throw off the natural order of things you know right. and and you ask any 
any, I mean, I live in farm country out here and you ask any farmer, Hey, is, does daylight savings help you? And they're like, no, the animals don't know whether your clock says four o'clock or six o'clock, it's five o'clock to them and it's time to eat mm-hmm. and it's time to milk, you know? So that whole notion and psyop plays along with, I think the calendar manipulation to kind of disconnect us. Well, and you wonder too, if there's maybe a 13th hour, right? What if there's 26 hours in a day and, and we do, or maybe there's 13 hours in a day or something like that. Cause the reason, like, I'm wondering what the significance of 12 is, right? We've got the 12 on the clock. We've got the 12 months, the 12 Zodiac, right? It just seems like there's something to the 12. 333. Well, 333 and then 144, the square root, right? Whatever the fuck. I think, I don't know if it's backwards or forward, but yeah, 144 with the 144,000 people going to heaven and all that stuff. But it is just interesting that uh, that time manipulation. I thought it was cool. And I do like that it's called Vader as well. That's kind of yeah, fun. A little Darth that Vader. That was interesting. Right. Um, I don't know who wants to go next, man. It's up to you guys. I'll let the bean of the week go. The the moist bean. All that right. Is. Well, we the will go bean. here. And this is playing off what you guys talked about last week. Remember you talked about the woman with two <laughs> uterus. Yes. Well, this, this woman supposedly not only has two uterus, but two vaginas. Oh, what a dream come true. This is mind blowing. And, th- and, and think about the possibilities here. I mean, this is. This is just overwhelming. So I wonder if she's twice as bitchy, by the way. Oh, imagine that two separate flows. Oh, if yeah, two separate ones. I didn't but there's but, th- but there's always an escape route. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that there is. So, Beautiful brow. All right. Let's yeah. check it out. Can you hear it? If you can turn it up. You can hear it. Having true vaginas is impacted my dating life because it's always a bit of an experimentation to try and figure out what feels good. My right vagina is my favorite. So I keep that for Tom for my husband's and my left vagina, I don't really like that one as much. So I use that for filming with other people. Weird. What? <laughs> I mean, does she have an OnlyFans? I use my proof? right vagina for my husband and my left husband's. one doesn't plural husbands oh she said husband yes oh okay and then she goes my left vagina i don't like that all that much so i i i leave that for filming yep i wonder if she takes equal good care of both yeah one well she could have a a a variety pack right one is nice freshly trimmed the other may have a runway or a, a full babushka you never know I'm oddly turned on by this. Because <laughs> the possibilities a... are endless here. I have so many questions. Yeah, I want to see it. It. <laughs> it, it. There's a part of me that wants to see it too. Like, is is there two separate slits? Is there t- like, is it two Don't full? Call it a slit. We've got women that listen to this. That's the worst thing you can call a puss. A slit <laughs> on a show called Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Oh man, rough. Yeah, is that's it, great though. But it's oddly like I'm curious in the, in the way that I hate midgets. Like midgets are weird, but I really don't like them. And, and, it's a and strong I, word. It, it, I just said I really don't like them. I said right before are, that you said you hated them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I'm not. I'm not a not a fan. So I don't know. Would I look at this and be like, okay, you freak me out like a midget freaks me out, and I go to curb stomp it and I don't get my foot back. I don't know. 
it seems it seems fun i'm all in and she's kind of attractive kind of you know she's yeah. like a seven uh, i would have gave her like a five and a half maybe well ghost we all can't be as hot as you you know what i mean well, you you've uh, reached the pinnacle I, mean, I i am the epitome of man and injury some of us have lower standards so you know I, just bear I with had us lower there. standards once and that's why i don't <laughs> like midgets all right what do you got ghost what's your first clip all right uh my first clip actually i'm gonna play this just from what we received uh over the week from oh i guess i better share my screen first right and your sound and my sound me being unprofessional here um we had a uh a cunt of the week a few weeks back because uh Someone didn't want to, uh, you know, stay, stay awake. awake for the program. Okay. <laughs> so okay. this individual made this and I, I laughed my ass off at it because he, he took it in, in, in good humor, good faith. And I could didn't recognize, see this. Oh, this is great. Look at me up Look here to me up here oh. too. <laughs> you can't hear it. Can you, Matt? No. Fuck. Yeah, man. For some I'm reason, your audio is really rough. If you want to yeah. send me the things that you have on Instagram, your audio was doing that last week too. For some reason, I don't know if you remember. Well, actually, here I'll stop sharing. Bring it up. It's in the it's in the group between okay. me and him. Okay. Is where he sent it. But it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> what he did. It's well done. Yeah, he 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 earned a lot of credit in my eyes for the way he played this off. Man, it was well played. Oh, and you say that you're going to play it this Sunday. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I told him I was like, you should be embarrassed last week. But, you know, it was all in good fun. He's a, <laughs> he's a good guy. He really is. He, you know, he's had trouble just like all of us have. But yeah, My here favorite we go. Show. I know, dude, I was so fucking mad. But and I love how Ghost is like, yeah, well, well, everybody should get a second opportunity. You're like, no, fuck that. He's dead to me. That's it. That's it. There's no exceptions. You can't fucking show up to your favorite show and fall asleep. <laughs> no, man, I'll talk to him. And if he ever needed help, God forbid, I would help him. But, you know, he's not let him back on the show. I'll go on his show. He can come on Dangerous World Podcast, but never cunt. Never again can he come on cunt. Yeah, penalty box. I still... I still like the guy, though. You know, Bradley, if you're listening, hit me up, dude. Uh, but you can't come back on the fucking show. There we go. <laughs> so. You want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. My cunt of the week's catalyst. Yeah, my cunt's catalyst. No shit. <laughs> David. That is funny, man. No, yeah, dude. Uh, like I said, there's no real hate there, but um, yeah. you know, I'm always a little charged up when we're doing these things, so I always gotta I always gotta lean into my personality a little bit here. But yeah, dude, um, I actually like a lot of the shit that the dude posts too, by the way. Catalyst posts some oh, really yeah. good content, man. Yes, Creates a does. lot of fun things. He's a good um, graphic designer and shit. So I'll do, I gave him the compliment sandwich there. I said a nice thing, a bad thing, and then a nice thing to make the bad thing seem better. You do that in the corporate world, the, the compliment sandwich. That is brainwashing 101. Well played. Right, right. Okay, so check this out. This is very interesting as well. Uh, homeless people 
in San Francisco getting paid pretty well. Um, not great, but you got to think if you don't have bills and you're not paying for food because they're also getting food stamps here, this is a decent living that this guy's making. And he's living in what would be paradise if people weren't shitting all over the street. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, they pay you to be homeless here. When you said that San Francisco pays people to be homeless, what did you mean by that? <laughs> you mean that literally? Yeah. I mean, I get 620 bucks a month, dude. From yeah, general money. assistance? Yeah. Or what'd you get? How was that hard to get? Phone call, bro. Phone call. 200 food stamps and 620 bucks cash a month. Wow. Forget about it. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, it's free money, dude. Yep. This right now is, is literally by choice. Literally by choice. Like, why would I want to pay rent? I'm not. I want to say too. It goes into a movie clip explaining what's going on here as well. Amazon Prime and Netflix on. How do you get rats off an island? Hmm? My grandmother showed me. We buried an old drum and changed the lid. Then we wired coconut to the lid as bait, and the rats would come for the coconut, and they would fall into the drum. And after a month, we've trapped all the rats. But what did you do then? Throw the drum into the ocean? Burn it? No. You just leave it. And they begin to get hungry. And one by one, they start eating each other. So there are only two two survivors. And then what? Do you kill them? No. You take them and release them into the trees. But now they don't eat coconut anymore. Now they only eat rat. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, Interesting, right? When go- yeah. yeah, especially yeah. when you think about what they just did, too. What, what did they do with all the homeless? You know, for, they cleaned the streets, supposedly, in a matter of almost overnight for uh, the great dictator to show up and roll out the red carpet for him. Biden, you're talking? No, for Xi. She visited mm-hmm. San Francisco last week and, and oh all the homeless disappeared. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, there was a bunch of I should have clipped one, but there was a bunch of TikToks and, and Instagram reels about, you know, where did they go? Because nobody knows. And for people that may be a little slower to understand, like what's going on there, right? Like what he's saying is like, you know, these people, these homeless people, they're out there, they're getting fed. They're the rats in that movie analogy. The homeless people are the rats. They're encouraged to to carry out that behavior. $620 in San Francisco isn't shit, right? Even, I mean, living in a shitty city, like, you know, middle of the country, um, flyover territory, whatever, that's nothing. $620 plus uh, 200 food stamps. But that'll get you fed that'll get you your drugs that'll continue your lifestyle he also mentioned that he has the phone with amazon and netflix on it um those are companies that should be boycotted man but it'll never happen because netflix has a grip on everyone's balls so tight that i mean i dude even i order shit from amazon man it's so convenient Mm -hmm. and this is how they're able to do it is because it is the government right when people say it's wrong to steal from walmart or whatever it's this it's the same it's stealing from your government that's what it is um now what they're saying there is that you you condition these people to live these homeless lives and these homeless people they're going to get through they're going to you know continue doing what they do just like the rats eating each other in the box the strong will survive and then when you have your your strong homeless people or your strong rats you let them go out into the wild again the two rats and they eat rats they're now your pest control you don't have to put the boxes out there and catch these people the rats that you condition to eat other rats will eat other rats 
right? Now, mm -hmm. if you take this with humans, the humans will go out there and these humans will kill people. Once they stop getting their money, once they stop getting their food, they'll go out there and they'll kill people for you. They'll they'll commit the crimes. And we know yeah. that the law system needs crime. If if there's zero crime, we don't need any fucking police. We don't need government if there's no crime, right? So, yeah, man, I think it, that I don't know what that movie was. I don't know if either one of you guys do, but it looks phenomenal. I love Harvey or Bourdain, too, or whatever the hell his name is. But, um, yeah, it looks looks pretty dope. Yeah, for sure. You're yeah, right, it kind of goes back to the uh, the whole uh, experiment that, that that scientist did with the rats and how, you know, after a while, you know, Society. they kind of turned gay and what have you and did you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's fucked up that we're sitting here. Maybe, maybe it's not fucked up, but we're sitting here talking about it, but this is actually happening to humans. And we're, and even my wife kind of said this when we were walking around Sam's club, we've become so desensitized as, as humans to anything that we don't need. Okay. And we've, you, we've talked about this many times on, on cunt, you know, we could be sitting here, Nuclear bomb, if they exist, whatever, take take your pick, could go off in New York City and we get a news alert and we're sitting here recording cunt. You'd be like, ghost, you all right? Yeah, I don't see nothing yet. Yeah, we're good. Let's just keep recording because we're so fucking desensitized to everything that we don't even care. Yeah, you're not um, going to miss dinner over a nuclear yeah. bomb being dropped in New York. You know what I mean? No. Like or, or homeless guys killing other people for for government officials or or whatever the, the the case may be so it's i don't know it, it it's sad but it's a state of what we live in these days yeah that is an interesting point is it sad that we live like this i don't know it's not an easy yes or no question no yeah just these are the deep stuff. questions yeah the deep just, questions here on cunt <laughs> all right you got, I'm gonna try and oh go ahead yeah all right we will here we go. This goes this this ties into what you just were talking about, Ghost, about normalizing shit. Listen to this beauty. You needed a reason to not attend an Ivy League school. A professor at Princeton, Peter Singer, who has been writing about animal rights for decades, recently commended an article to suggest that humans having sex with animals is morally permissible. He tweeted the link to this article saying, this piece challenges one of society's strongest taboos and argues for the moral permissibility of some forms of sexual contact between humans and animals. This article offers a controversial perspective that calls for a serious and open discussion on animal ethics and sex ethics. I just... Even crazier is that this piece was published in the Journal for Controversial Ideas, which, shocker, is edited by this Princeton professor. And he has worked as a professor of bioethics at one of the most prestigious universities in the world, Princeton, since 1999. He still teaches there and has written more than a dozen books on animal rights and ethics. But don't worry, he's still a good person because he's a committed vegetarian. But it's okay to have sex with animals, just not to eat them. Stop pursuing degrees taught by absolute nut jobs and psycho paths. All right, she started stuttering, but that's the end of it anyway. But yeah, so normalizing zoophilia, you know, just par for the course these days. You got some music playing there, Ghost. You're in charge. 
<laughs> oh, is she already the count of the week? No, but he, he, she's not. That I, I'm not saying that dude's going to be count of the week, but he's a cunt. Oh, yeah, man. It is. Uh, that is bad. That's um, like, obviously, pedophilia is the absolute worst thing that a person can do. But I find it. What's that? Bestiality is right behind it. Yeah, it, that's what I was going to say is it's like a it's a one, two. There's a good gap it's like one in one a, you know, it's yeah. not that far off, though. Yeah, I I would venture to say I think that it's far worse <laughs> now. God, for you know, I don't have a kid, so I can joke about this. But if I had a kid, I would rather him be a bestiality person over a pedophile. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, you don't want either because holy shit, that is awful. God, that's like I the worst question in would you rather right right would you rather have a kid that's a that's in animals or kid fucking but no i i mean realistically dude like i understand murder i absolutely get it like i've never done it i i don't know if i could ever get there right um if someone hurt my sister if someone hurt you know my mom or my dad i probably could to be honest pretty quickly but rape or your I don't dogs really get, yeah, dude, dogs. He kills big... one of your dogs, man. Dude, actually, there there's a funny story. I can maybe tell it at the end or something. But me and some friends fucked a dude up for be, just being mean to one of my dogs. My first dog, Z, this is the one that passed away. We beat the yeah, fuck you... out of this dude. Yeah, you told this story once here on Con. Did I tell it? Yeah, dude. We, I mean, we, we went a little too far with it, to be honest. But I mean, fuck this guy. He deserved it, man. And he's probably in jail or fucking dead or something right now because he was a fucking piece of shit. But yeah, man what a horrible fucking idea that there's someone out there posting and, and, and teaching, not just posting teaching about like animal rights and people still will see this. And what's the worst part is that the left will still see this dude as like morally superior because he's a fucking vegetarian. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what's bad. And I'm not trying to get into that right, left paradigm thing because there's a lot of fucking creeps on the right too, but man, that's rough, dude. Good clip, man. That's fucking sad. The world sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> When you see shit like that, you're just like, the world sucks. <laughs> There's so much so beauty, it, though. Is it sad that we live here? I mean, I, I love it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm into the chaos. I, I wish people wouldn't fuck animals and kids, though. I, I don't know why we can't. Like, I don't know. There's so many beautiful women out there. Just yeah, get like, close to one of them and bang one. It's not that hard. Uh... So this is a little bit older. I wanted to play it last week, but we didn't. Hopefully, this works. Hopefully, it does. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time. This is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. No, no. Sit down. Oh, Eric, sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Chairman. it. Hold it. If hold we can. No, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. And God knows the American people have enough of contempt. But Congress, let's not. I don't like drugs and bullies. You, you have. I don't like you because you just it. described yourself. Hold it. You have yeah. the mic. Yeah. You have time. 
All right. Just stay. Then let's do this because I did challenge you and I accepted your challenge and you went quiet. No, I didn't go quiet. I was, oh, I was, oh, you oh, challenged me to a cage match no, no, acting no, no. like a 12 year old school. Hold, hold it. No, excuse me. I, I will say, I will say exactly. Senator Mullen, I have the mic. You have questions on any economic issues, anything that's like, go for it. We're not here to talk about physical abuse. You brought. We're not talking about. Of course, and, I did. and let me tell you, let me show you his hearing because I want to. I want to expose this thug to who he is. And you're not pointing me. That's disrespectful. All right. I don't care about respecting you at all. I, respect I don't respect you respect. at all. So all right, hold let me, it. Let me, let hold me. it. No. You don't want to hold it. The most hold it, please. Acted. Please. All right. This is a. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. This is a hearing to discuss economic issues all right if you have questions for mr o'brien or anybody else on what he has said go for it I mean, but we're not here to talk about fights or I'm, anything else i'm quoting exactly what he said you can and say this, what you want this is this is your this is your witness this you is brought my witness. and let me i'm i'm exposing him you can ex as talk anything you want is. so in no 2013 nope. in 2013 o'brien was suspended by the teamsters for intimidating your own members in 2014, uh, you were um, part of, what would you say, organizing the harassment and intimidation of the top shelf crew? Chef, not uh, chef. Oh, top, oh top, top chef, okay. And then, uh, and I think in the reports they said sexual racist and homophobic slurs and death threats, 14 tires were sliced and five teamsters were arrested and you said, well, I had nothing to do with it. But however, in that same statement, you said, but if I get called to, to testify, I'll plead the fifth. This is, this is what, this is a witness you brought in here. In 2017, you were removed as lead negotiator by then President Hoffa for UPS for your actions. And then in 22, when this guy was elected, what he said after he got elected was he wanted to bring the mob mentality back to the teamsters. This is your guy. And you're obviously can, going to give him a he, chance to respond can, to your oh, question. Absolutely, absolutely, because this is my question. Because you called me out. I didn't call you out. Yeah, you, did. you said any time, any place. That's, That's that. Let's get the record okay. straight. Miss, hold it. No. Hold on. Ms. Senator Mullen, do you have a question for the witness? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's hear it. So, any time, any place. No, that's April, not. April. April is a charity event. No, that's not. That's no, not. No. No, it's a he. No, we, sir, he said it, and this is. My he is here to set no. parameters on what the questions can or cannot be asked. And I'll ask no, you're not going to. We're not going to be talking about physical confrontation. This is about charity for a union charity because this, this is firefighters. Do you have a question April, on his testimony? April. Throw up, April, April, please. You have throw a question up. You're on his. Let's not be. You said it. You're an embarrassment. You said it. I'm just simply answering it. You hold it. Hold it. Senator Mullen, you made some charges. Mr. Mr. O'Brien, do you want to respond to yeah, go the ahead, question? Please. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality of it is, you Except know, my Mr. Tough Mr. Mullen, <laughs> tough guy. Answer, yeah. hold it. Answer the questions. All right, you one, if I, he, he made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction, I read them. Can you hear What? Oh, answer the question, please. I can't understand him, to be honest with you. All right. He rambles so much. What was your question, actually? Well, you said I made a lot of statements. No, but what's your question? I don't understand your question. Could you repeat it? You said any time, any place. What's your question? Accept the challenge. What challenge? You said any time, any place. I'm accepting yours, so why don't you come What back? challenge? What challenge are you talking April about? April 30th. How about we do it for a charity? 
at the smoking guns in Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, we're not going to be talking about physical confrontations here. You want to fight me? What do you say by any time, any place? Let's have coffee. Discuss our differences. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Well, let's say I don't have coffee. Let's do it. All right. I'd love to. But the, it's funny how you're back. Okay. Well, I don't back on anything. You did. You're All the right. one. You're a 100. Senator. Uh, should be the most influential people in this country making changes. You're focused on. Okay. You're focused on debate that's not even relevant. You're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. After, after embarrassment the state of this Oklahoma. hearing is yeah. about the condition of the working class in America. You That's why we're talking. You're the biggest thug here. You brought, you brought him in. Right, you're, you're the biggest thug. Even look, your colleagues call you. Why you do what you do? <laughs> Bernie can't get a handle on it. Thank you very much, Mr. Senator Chair. Hudson, Senator Mullen, please yield. I've been. Bring the woman in because she clearly has a bigger dick than Bernie Sanders. Dude, please. Bernie's bringing that low dick energy right there, man. Oh. Uh, that is, but I got to say, that is probably the worst, like, <laughs> playground fight where Bernie's standing in the middle, one of them's on one side, one's on the other, and they're just yelling back and forth, like, hold me back, Bernie, I'm going to kick his ass. Like, yeah, it's such, they're, they're both cunts. Well, yeah, one <laughs> dude was afraid of the other, and the other was glad that the other was afraid yeah. of him, you know what I mean? Like, neither, no, I, I guarantee you, not one person in that room's been in a fight, right? Yeah. And I actually welcome the idea in theory of what the senator was saying i don't know what the fuck is the his name was but maybe you do get in a fight maybe you do with like throw hands i think in japan they do that on the senate floor they'll fucking throw down dude like i think that that's actually a good idea because we wouldn't have these weak fucking people leading the country you know what i mean i'm not saying that it takes a strong like a, a mentally strong person is necessarily physically strong or physically like gifted at fighting or whatever they're they're one and i mean they're two different things but yeah well i mean if you really believe in something you should be willing to fight over it at least you know spill a tiny bit of blood you know catch a knuckle to the eye or something these dudes are just sitting behind security with guns while they're telling us that we can't have guns by the way and they just want to fucking spit their messages out there man i said we let these dudes fight fuck yeah yeah, these a lot of these guys need to be punched in the mouth or at least in a fight to see what it's like before they send, you know, basically the poors over to fight yeah. foreign wars. Dare I say some of these women Congress people too, man. I think every fucking person in Congress deserves like some shit. I mean, they they've had a lot of things coming, man. And and they just feel too safe. They feel too safe. I'm not for women abuse or anything, but it's different when you're talking about people like fucking, you know, Hillary Clinton. You're talking about people like um, parasites. They're just Lauren Boebert. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lauren Boebert's probably been smacked around, probably choked quite a bit, too. But, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, some of these people where it's just like, you know, they, they don't know what it's like to actually experience life. And yeah, man, I, I, I welcome the fights. But, dude, the, the fucking guy that was calling him out knew damn well. He just wanted to look tough. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a great clip, though, dude. That's funny. Fucking Bernie. <laughs> but stop. stop. Hey, hey, go well, and that's you. the bad thing, too, is when he looks like the logical one, that's yeah. bad. The ultimate cuck. Like, if there is ever a cuck, it is Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Yes. Don't do this. You don't want to do this. Yeah, he's bad, Feel dude. Burn. Feel the burn. You like my Rough. comb forward? <laughs> he does have a sick comb forward, though. Yeah. Okay. This has to do with COVID. Um, COVID's coming back, if you didn't know. Big no. Deal. It's cool. It's popular. It's hip. Dude, I actually saw a really sad clip where a girl um, 
she's like prone to panic attacks and she had what she thought was a panic attack had like a numb feeling in her mouth and uh, let me get went to the tested and she had covid well went to the doctor doctor said you're fine you're having a panic attack and she felt really stupid about it and so she she started having that same thing go on again and her husband or friend or something was like hey why don't we go to the doctor and she was like no it's just a panic attack i don't want to make a fool of myself again blah 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 and she's filming her face and dude her i mean she's dead on this side of her face her her eye like she's opening her eye and she's you know it's this eye's moving around this eye's just staring straight forward it's sad dude it's so sad what's what's happening to some of these people when they get this COVID like show. that's bell's uh, palsy yeah. I don't know if it was Bell's palsy or Guillain-Barre or whatever the fuck it was, but it was something that she had. And it was very obvious, but um, you know, she's a rel- relatively attractive girl. Not that that makes a difference, but it's just sad when someone that's young and has like a lot of life ahead of them gets fucked like that. You know what I mean? Just right. by, you know, trying to be a good, a good slave. But uh, this has to do with uh, COVID and the DOD here. The Uh-oh. layers of liability protection that exist right now are so profound that it's mind blowing. Do you understand that when you got, well, I don't know if you got the shot. When, when someone no. got the shot, they didn't get it from Pfizer or Moderna. They got it from the DOD. The DOD distributed this. The contract with our federal government requires that to distribute this, the DOD had to ensure that there was uh, absolute immunity. So before we could, if you want to sue someone right now, you're going to have to sue the DOD. Good luck. If you get through them, by proving intentionality, which is very difficult without the data, which they continue to hide. Uh, this is why I'm encyclopedic in my knowledge of what occurred, because I've been trying to figure out how to sue these guys, and I have to get the data to prove the intentionality. I will tell you that I think there's a number of claims. I've looked at a RICO claim, which I think I could credibly make. I'll tell you that that claim would cost me 5 to $8 million my cost to litigate. I don't have 5 to $8 million. And if I didn't have five to eight million dollars, I'd risk sanctions because I'd be bringing a case that I couldn't manage. So there, there are mechanisms moving forward. Now, before we get to how to get around this, because I mean, realistically, if the vaccines are safe and effective, why do they need liability shield? I mean, why do we need 50 layers of liability for something that was so safe and so effective? Why is it that we passed law after law after law way before this whole COVID thing was going down to ensure that this sort of liability protection might be in place? And I'm going to answer this uh, because I want to bring something up that that hasn't been touched on here. So we have the case in New York. I developed the case. It's against EcoHealth Alliance for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab. That case alleges that EcoHealth Alliance uh, worked with the CCP in the Wuhan lab and uh, created, well, this this nightmare that we've had. Let me ask you something. Does anybody in this room believe that we could transfer the technology necessary to do that sort of genetic engineering, that sort of bioweapon development? And I say bioweapon because, remember, dual-use research under the law, bioweapon, gain of function, two sides of the same coin. Does anybody believe that we transferred that sort of technology to a CCP lab without an okay from the DOD or CIA? I got news for you. They knew exactly what was going on. We have a ton of evidence on this. I'm going to tell you further. I have right here in front of me from a report that we sent to a couple of people here in Congress before the 2022 election. It got about as much response as you guys are getting. Uh, that. There was a there was a study. Dr. Malone could probably comment on this better than I can, 
But that study showed that there was a uh, 12 nucleotide sequence uh, that they that they found in a Moderna patent, which was a, a perfect uh, reverse match to what we have in SARS-CoV-2. That that uh, that patent was filed in 2016. Thanks, David Martin, for a lot of his patent research. But the thing that I want to tell you about, according to our case and the data that, and evidence that we've submitted, we believe that this this disease was actually developed in the mid 20 teens ish. We don't have a hard date, but around there. Uh, we, we hope that with discovery, we'll get a more specific date. Now, I want to share something else. And this is, this is speculative. And I was very hesitant to bring this forth. But I'm going to tell you, uh, because I have to keep the individual who gave me this data anonymous to protect them. So uh, I have, uh, and if we can put it up, I want to show you what I've got. This is a declaration from me signing because I, I cannot have this whistleblower's name anywhere. I witnessed this whistleblower do this. Uh, I have a separate declaration, which I will not make public. Uh, the, whistle, the whistleblower has brought forth to me, and I'm using whistleblower in a general term, but I have the military records, uh, military medical records from this individual. And uh, they were obtained through, through a court uh, proceeding. I can't say any more than that, but I will tell you that I will testify under oath. I will put my hand on a Bible and put my license at risk saying that I can uh, confirm that I've done my due diligence on this, as I would to present this to the court. Now, it would be challenged under the rules of evidence, I'm sure, but I want to share this, and I'm only sharing this so that you, with subpoena power, can ask a question. Scroll down to the next page, please. Do uh, you see what that, what that says? <laughs> That blacked out page, which we had to black out because of the fact that it was personally identifiable medical information and also would have put the, the person at risk. Do you see the date there? November 14th at Irwin ACH, Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization, Moderna. Five, uh, five different instances. And following this page, you'll see five different instances where this person's medical record you see at the very top, 2014, at Irwin ACH Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization by Moderna. Now, I'm not suggesting, well, I guess I am suggesting, that we, maybe we should ask why it is that this, uh, this soldier was apparently seen five times in 2014 for a COVID-19 immunization. Now, I, again, I don't, I'm not going to go out and tell you that this proves that this was built 5, 10 years ago or that the timeline was entirely fraud. I'm going to tell you that we ought to look into it. And if we're going to ask questions, we ought to ask real questions. Our DOD and CIA were involved with this. To what extent? How long has this been involved? This was created in a lab in one of the greatest enemies to the United States of America. I'll let you fill in some blanks on the legal implications here. The lies, and remember also, I can't FOIA the DOD. I can't FOIA the CIA. I ain't going to get anywhere with that. You know as well as I do where that's going to go. It's a really interesting thing that the same DOD who I have these records from and who seem to be implicated in numerous other aspects of this and who are willing to take the blame and sign the contracts uh, would have had to sign off on the technology transfers necessary to do this with communist China. I want to ask the question, what's the real history of COVID? 
you know, uh, the Representative Davidson asked earlier about war Operation Warp Speed. Well, maybe, maybe that's maybe that timeline wasn't true. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, uh, and cannot say anything other than this is the evidence I have, and this is one small part of it. It's interesting going back over the questions that were asked. You so yeah, that was essentially uh, he he repeats himself a couple of times there, but uh, yeah, man, pretty pretty interesting stuff that we've kind of all speculated on but it seems like there is some sort of a timeline there I didn't realize 2010 would potentially be when this thing was started um or shortly thereafter but i mean it, you got to think too the whole warp speed thing there's no mm -hmm. fucking way that you can no. roll out a vaccine that quick man at no. all if nope. you look at the numbers right the the amount they would have had to produce is astronomical it's not physically possible it's similar to like the the pyramids being built like the way that we were told that they were right obviously there's different implications here but yeah man it's uh it's sad and it, it, what's nuts too is the the whole thing that he's talking about with the foyers for the cia and the dod they're not possible and matt i heard you laugh when you saw that page of the truth that was being shared there 90 percent of that page 95 maybe even 98 percent of that page was redacted blacked out you saw three lines out of a you know forty line paper, and that's what you get when you when you do get FOIAs, freedom freedom of information requests and acts and all this shit, right? Um, you get what they're willing to tell you, and in regard to this case, they were willing to tell you one percent of the truth, maybe. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. Well, my take it kind of on it is. It goes back to the military always being 20 to 30 years ahead of technology. That's okay? a good point, yeah. Our military, oh, and, and I've said this numerous times, it's it's not just technology that they research health. and develop. It's health. It's pick a topic. Pick a topic that might interest you, and they're going to research and develop it. Will it go very far? Some do, some don't, but they're always going to, they're, they're always doing R and D and, and, and looking way into the future on different shit. So this kind this, this news actually broke probably close to a, maybe a year ago that the, the DOD was behind COVID and the vaccine and everything that, led up to it okay yeah are there different symptoms than the flu yes okay but are those symptoms different because we're told they're different and we get that placebo effect in our head that oh my god i can't smell i can't taste yes they those symptoms could actually be true and then people were trying to well, the 5G got turned on and that it's radiation and this and that, you know, a lot of people went haywire with, with, with their conspiracy theories with a little bit of truth behind what, the, what they were trying to prove. However, this is just the common cold, the common flu trying to be weaponized. And why, why did they do it? Why did they do it at that time? I got yeah. Two I, words for you, Donald Trump. That's the uh, only. Now I'm I'm telling you, that's the only reason. That way they can usher in the mail-in ballots, and then now we're like, 
okay, COVID's over, but you know, get your shots. They're like the flu shots. You shouldn't get that sick. You're well, not bundling gonna them for die. you now too. You can get the flu right. shot. You can get double barreled. You can get the the flu right. shot and the COVID vaccine. So, well, and and he was I'm able not- to Trump himself was able to shut down the company or the country or company, however you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah Freudian with, slip. Huh? Yeah, without much pushback because right. the patriots were trusting the plan. Right. If it was the opposite and in 2020, you had Joe Biden trying to lock down the country in election year, it would have been a lot hairier. You know, Mm -hmm. the same thing. So, yeah, yeah, it would have been a very, very different outcome to 2020 if if the role was reversed. And I think as you hate to say it, though, was part of the plan. It was part of what they were doing, (laughs) man. I So I the the hidden government plan and when you look at this this topic just fucking pisses me off because everybody kind of fell for it even i did to an extent you know oh my god got to wear a mask you got to do this and my thing is now my company when when covid first came out if you tested positive you got paid 10 days to stay home Dude, so God, many we, people were faking at Pepsi when I worked exactly. there. Yeah, we we got to keep the country safe. You you can't kill your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad. Yada yada yada. Now, oh, you tested positive for COVID. It. I, I don't care if you had uh, your your boosters or whatever. Um, if you feel okay, you can stay home. We're not going to pay you just unless you have sick time, whatever. But if if you feel okay. I, I guess just wear a mask when you're around people and just come in and do your job. Kind of like, oh my God, I got the flu, but I'm one of those super, you know, employees and I'm just going to truck through because I'm going to come in when I'm sick. I'm going to come in when I'm injured. No one's dying anymore from fucking COVID. Like the whole fucking scare was. Yeah. I will say, man, I had, uh, I had something. I don't, I never got tested. I had something in January of 2019. Oh, no, I'm sorry. January of 2020. It was a rough flu. It felt like real bad flu. My uh, my my chest was hurting so bad that my back was hurting. And I thought it was the opposite. I thought that I slept wrong. And I was like, fuck, dude, like my whole torso is messed up because of how bad I slept. And then I ended up getting really sick. And then COVID comes around two months later. And we, we've been told, like, yeah, this shit's been going around for two months. It's like, oh, shit, I might have had COVID there. And, yeah, it was a flu. But about a year later, um, in, like, January or February, I had something that hit me mid-shift at work when I was at Pepsi. And I got so dizzy. And, like, I'm, you know, you know how I feel about COVID. I don't really give a shit if I get it or not. I'm sure, you know, I'll get it again. I don't really care. But I had something that I got so fucking dizzy, dude, and I was sick for a month. And usually when I get the flu, I'm not sick for a month. I do think COVID is something different than the regular common cold and flu. But Or is it the shit that they keep spraying in the fucking air every day? It could be a combination, but they've been spraying this stuff forever. Whatever it is, I had something very unique that time. Um, I actually got really, really lightheaded the other day. Uh, I'm talking... Ah, shit. Uh, Maybe at this point, two weeks ago, super lightheaded. I was watching something for work 
And um, I was in my room and I got up and I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, Kim was freaking out because I never like get worried about this shit. You know what I mean? I got up and I was like, I'm fucking really lightheaded right now. I went outside. I was walking around outside. And then I fucking find out that my sister had COVID and I was over there the day before she got diagnosed. You know what I mean? There's something that it has to do with your fucking brain, dude. I didn't know that she was that she was sick. Right. My dad told me two days later or a day later or something that she had COVID and that she was diagnosed. Now she got over it. She's young. She got right over it. I do firmly believe that COVID is different than the cold and the flu, but it still doesn't merit shutting down a country, making people not work. People will get over it if they get it. That's what the human body does. Um, and especially if you've had it once or twice, like you'll be immune to these, these variants. It's bullshit. It's just like flu strains. But um, yeah, man, I'm telling you, dude, there, there is something to this COVID shit. It's just not worth shutting the country down. It's not worth getting a vaccine for. But it's it's definitely different than the cold. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a bioweapon. It was it was a huh? planned and orchestrated event. Fuck and that. I'll go back huh? to I haven't read many books because I'm not the, the greatest <laughs> person down at reading a book. But if you I'm 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 gonna just say it is on Amazon. It's a little bit more expensive than it used to be, but go out and buy the book Biohazard. And it's all about uh, a Kazakhstan uh, scientist that defected from back then. Kazakhstan was part of Russia. Now it's its own country, but he defected here and, and it takes part in the late Cold War era and how they were develop, developing anthrax and, you know, all these bioweapons to, you know, attack other countries and what have you. A really good read. And Man, it it just I don't know. Like I get where Ryan's coming from where where it is different. It is. It is because it was probably manipulated just like how uh you know, you mani- you min- they scientists manipulate the red dye out of a fucking cherry and add a molecule and now they call it ibuprofen. You, you know what I mean? So they manipulate it in a way but my thing is they went from everybody's going to fucking die to, well, just get your new booster. And, you know, it's the new flu season. And now now they're trying to make the big scare with RSV. And they're trying to make another big scare uh, with something else. And I can I can either play this or let you go. Go first, Matt. Uh, it, it, it's up to you. If you if you have a clip you want to play before me, it kind of ties my clip kind of ties into what Ryan just played. Go for it. All right. So let me, let me do it. This. I, me personally kind of think this is some fear porn. Um, I don't know, but if it's true, the three of us, it's going to probably tug at our heartstrings. For more, let's bring in doctors Terrence Ferguson and Bernard Hodges, veterinarians and co-stars on National Geographic's Critter Fixers. Doctors, thank you both for being on. I know a lot of pet owners are really concerned right now. So, Dr. Ferguson, let's start with you. What do we know about this illness, and how concerned do you think dog owners need to be right now? Well, definitely right now it's a mystery. You know, um, going through this season, we often have a lot of respiratory disease that we have in dogs. But, you know, having one that we're not quite sure about, kind of, you know, change things. We have to try to figure out how do we treat these things, how severe they are, 
or, you know, how they're spreading. Dr. Hodges, uh, this illness can be deadly if left untreated. So what symptoms specifically do dog owners need to keep an eye out for? And what do you do if you start noticing them? So we definitely want to kind of look out for any kind of, you know, excess coughing, like discharge, any, you know, if we start to have a fever, difficulty breathing, any, any nasal discharge or lethargy. And if you're seeing these things, definitely get your animal to a veterinarian because, you know, this is a mystery disease and it could, uh, you know, become fatal. Dr. Ferguson, what do we know about how this disease is spreading? Should dog owners be avoiding kennels and dog parks right now? Well, you know, at this point, we're not quite sure because it's still one of those mystery diseases. But if we look back on other illnesses that we have, like some of the influenza viruses that we have, we definitely know they're spread by, you know, direct contact or sneezing. So if it's in an area where you're having an outbreak, I would definitely say probably avoid those, um, having your dog in a kennel or going to the groomer. Those are some of the things you may want to not do right now until we kind of figure this out and uh, get a little bit better control on it. And Dr. Hodges, what are some small everyday things you think pet owners can do to keep our pets healthy? <laughs> I'm excited to hear these. You know, look at the shape of this fucking guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not believing anything. Straight from the saying. homeless shelter. Uh oh, he cut out. Yeah, I can't. Oh, vaccinate your your pets. Make sure that, you know, when you take your pets, go fuck yourself. Pet population that are sneezing and coughing. You know, and just, just like with us, make sure that you properly, you make sure that you have. <laughs> yeah, so, started cutting out a little at the end there, but yeah, we got the, uh, got the point. Strange. It's Therefore. a scam, ghosts, you know, like that's where I stand with these things. And, and if it is real. It's a frequency weapon that they're using on the dogs. You know, they're testing some frequency out there and it is affecting dogs. You know, I don't, I, you're not going to vaccinate your way out of this one, unfortunately. But it's another way to push that, 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 that V word. Oh, absolutely. And, and what, what's the, what are the symptoms? A cough. Coughing. Yeah. That's it. Cough. cough. My dog was literally I, coughing when I got home today. Yeah, Ghost was coughing. I, 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 well, and what time of year are we going into? At least up here, we're going into winter. You know, yeah. and my dog fucking sneezes all the time. Do you know? Is is she carrying twenty eight days later? You Ebola. know, Ebola. Yeah, it's <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. I I hate these things, Ghost, because like you said, it it tugs at the the heartstrings here because. Anything like like Ryan said a million times, uh, you know, I won't watch a movie if a dog gets hurt or killed. Like, hey, I can watch people I, die all day, but if one yeah. dog, I'm out. No, and, and same thing, and 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 uh, it is what it is. But I, I think it's more fear porny than every anything. I think it goes along with them just trying to jab anything they can. They're they're trying to inject as many things as possible and see what the outcome is chickens and shit too right i mean they, they were Absolutely. trying to do that when covid was a thing and i you know just because cattle. Matt and i yeah cattle for sure dude i mean like those they're injected constantly and we're just eating it like idiots you know what i mean um just because you know matt and i ghost are like dude fuck this clip it's so important to fucking share that information though and then we can talk about it you said yourself this seems like fear porn to me and and like we always say that too, you and I do ghosts. Like when someone sends us something in and we play it and then we talk shit about the clip, it's not 
talking shit about the idea it's talk it's like sharing it and then talking shit so that we can be like yeah this is bullshit guys don't fucking mm-hmm. believe in the fucking propaganda there if i mean people just listening you look at the doctor on top i wouldn't trust him with fucking anything you know no. what i mean this dude's got a half mohawk half fucking uh whatever the fuck um yeah, i, I don't think know, they man. called it back in the day it, well, it was like a mohawk afro, like a fro. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that hairstyle on a human like being. It's like a frohawk with jerry curl in it. By the way, do you know that Chinese people are starting to get their hair like uh, in afros? Have you seen that are trend? Are you serious? No. Dude, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> oh, that's there. cultural appropriation. You'd think it would be, but I don't know what it is, but it, it's worse than cultural appropriation. It looks really bad. Um, Yeah, man, I... It's interesting that they're starting to push this out there to the animals more, mm-hmm. if that is the case. I haven't heard of that, but I, I wake way. up every day and even throughout the day, my big dog, Bane, he, he has allergies. OK, he gets goopy stuff in his eyes every now and again. He, he itches. Well, that's SARS. We, yeah, we, <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he has SARS and uh, he's probably and, has, uh, gonorrhea and, uh, because he's shrinking disease. Yeah, it's all yeah. these things. But, you know, we give him the Apoquil, you know, in the summer when it, when it's a little bit more, you know, unbearable for him. But it, it, they sneeze. Uh, there's dust. Like, come on. Like, this just reminds me of when COVID could get past your pet. Remember that? Oh, my God. A lion in a zoo. Has or the deer. Them? Wild yeah. deer with COVID. Yeah. That was it's wild. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I think the deer thing was they were trying to stop people from hunting in yeah, a way. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the healthiest crop- meat you can have. Well, right. But I mean, deer do in certain areas. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this, Matt, up, up in your area, the chronic wasting disease, CWD. Okay. Which is a deer's version of mad cow. Now oh, it, it's becoming more rampant because hunting has declined. So when you get a deer population, that all these people, especially up here, in, uh, if you go a little bit north of me in, in the Poconos, oh, you can't hunt. There's all these private little communities. There's deer everywhere. Now, these deer that are like probably four or five years old look like they're fucking fawns because there's no new, there's no food around. They're malnutrition. That's but, sad. oh, my God, you, 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 can't, you can't hunt them because, oh, my God, you can't kill them. Uh, but we'll... We'll let them starve slowly. So it's fucked, man. That's uh, it's crazy the fucking impact that, that the government can have on the world, not just humans, but just the <laughs> right. world. It can really make like wild animals suffer too. Oh, dude, it's you fucked. this you're you're setting me up perfectly here for hey, my clip. I did now, it on check, purpose. Check this one out. This if this isn't from the idiocracy files, listen to this. The latest Biden plan. Get this in. I looked at this and I was like, wait a second, they have bears? I'm not even surprised at this point. Like, maybe it's early, I don't know, but I saw this and I was like, wait a second, so the Biden administration just has seven just grizzly bears on deck? Apparently, because of some type of nature conservation, they want to release these grizzly bears in Washington State to grow the grizzly bear population, apparently. And the local cattle ranchers and farmers are like, don't do that, bro. They are known for mauling. 
put the quotes in this article? <laughs> Introducing an apex predator to a new area. Imagine living in this area and being like, yo, the government just dropped a grizzly bear nearby. Like, oh cool, new fear unlocked. It's like, oh, I've been here my whole life and just when we got rid of the grizzly bears, they airdrop one in. Look at this, plan being pushed by bureaucrats thousands of miles away who don't understand the harm this will cause to local producers. Seems logical. Don't listen to the local people. Totally fine. Look at this. What's even more interesting is after they literally airdrop these bears in, is that intentionally or unintentionally killing a grizzly bear comes with heavy fines because it's an endangered species. So it's just mauling your cow and it's like, well, guess this is what it is now. I didn't have on my bingo card, Biden administration drops bear in your neighborhood. Now when fucking... did a grizzly bear become an endangered species? That doesn't surprise me, honestly, but it's like, it's, you know, what do we need them for? They don't dude, they don't do really anything, right? Do they? They're do death they do machines. Anything? They are yeah. killers, apex predators. That's Other than all raccoons, they are. they're at the top. You know what I mean? They're very dangerous creatures. But dude, I saw that and I'm like, you got to be shitting me, man. Like, just think about that. Like your neighborhood all of a sudden now, when you let your dogs out at night, there might be a grizzly out there and you, you can't know? kill it. No, you can't kill it because it's endangered and you could actually go to jail if it was going to harm you or your family or, you know, your property. Nah, fuck that. I'm nuking that fucking thing. Dude, if I fucking. Yeah, it's getting killed and then buried in the back, you know, in a hole somewhere and nobody. Yeah, we're eating it. it. Yeah. We're eating it for years. I'm going to go out and buy a, a freezer and skin that thing in the middle of the night and we're eating it for years because that's a lot of meat but but my other issue is is with the last point they made is these fucking idiotic bureaucrats that are sitting up on their golden throne making these insane edicts like you were talking about before ghosts about not hunting in certain areas right these people they they oh it's so unethical to kill and you know, they're all vegans and this bullshit. No, but then you have overpopulation. Overpopulation leads to disease or bringing in more predators. And it's just this cycle where it's only going to compound. And these morons that are, you know, leaders, so to speak, I use that term loosely, make these decisions that just fucking make no sense time and time again. Well, I'm going to go on record right now and say the grizzly bear is not endangered whatsoever. I will also go on record and say, why the fuck are you airdropping shit in areas that they don't need to be in? Look at what we did. Uh, I'm trying to think of it was during the Bush administration or the Obama administration. It was, it, it, there, there, there's a fine line right in there. When they reintroduced, maybe it could have even been Clinton, but they reintroduced the the wolf to Yellowstone, and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be great!" You know, it, they're they're going to go after the sick young elk, and it, you know this and that, and it's going to balance out nature. All the farmers are like, and ranchers are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like seriously, now, now they're not going after what you you think they're going to go after. They're going after my livestock because they're easy prey. They're called cows. They just stand. They 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 stand there. They walk around. They go moo every now and again, and you know they can't run fast. It, it, it's 
fucking bullshit Dude, right shit. now when you said that for some reason you reminded me of bubbles from trailer park boys when you said they go moo every now and again <laughs> have you seen that have you seen trailer park boys <laughs> i love i used to back in the day i used to be able to do a really good bubbles impression i i could buy that i could buy it what do you got here ghost <laughs> well they went moo every now and again we move that's and it the pretty kitties oh you gotta love the kitties We've been watching that show again, man. It's so good. It, it is great. So now um, the I, I, I think it's the federal government wants to rename birds that are offensive. So this kind of. Oh, I love yes, this. Off of what Matt just played. We're renaming birds to fight racism. The American Ornithological Association is going to rename 80 birds because they were named after people with questionable pasts. <laughs> the group prioritized renaming birds whose names trace to enslavers, white supremacists, and robbers of indigenous graves. How do the birds even know? I mean, I've seen a pigeon eat a rock. If you see a bird and you're not sure <laughs> if the name is offensive, it's better to err on the side of caution and refer to our feathered friend as Sir chirps -a -lot. If we're tackling inappropriate bird names, what about all the birds with sexually explicit names? Woodpecker, blue-footed booby, dick sizzle, <laughs> red-billed oxpecker, woodcock, bearded tit, bush tit, great tit. I guess when it comes to TNA, it seems pretty clear that birds prefer the T. So they didn't list any actual changes? Not yet. Uh, I, Let me see if I can find some. Racist birds. That's hilarious. Yeah. Racist bird names. I Let's actually heard find. this yeah. announcement on uh, Bob and Tom the, the, the other morning when I was driving into work. And I'm like, they're renaming fucking birds because it's a racist. Like, get the, get the fuck out of here. That's like saying you can't say the washington redskins anymore even though the the founder and 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 the person it was designed around was like yeah call us redskins you're you screwed ghost. he was you're, a fucking native american you're in trouble because yeah pretty soon you're gonna have to uh rename your your pup being that it is a a coon hound yes <laughs> yeah it's very right. very offensive I, well, I think it's only offensive to you because you you apply the term coon to something that it isn't. <laughs> Everything's racist, ghost. Is. Oh, dude. Okay, I've got a slideshow here, guys. Let's see it. I can't wait. Love yeah, this is actually good stuff. Love me some good... Uh... Every time I'm like, yeah, my coon hound, Ryan's like, oh my god, that just sounds so racist. Well, yeah. <laughs> I say, what year is it when you call that thing coon hound? <laughs> call him an African-American hound. Okay. You'll have to learn the new names for these American birds. Wow. Here we go. Start the slideshow. McCown's is now called the Thick-Billed Longspur. Okay. Uh, apparently, McCown was a Confederate general. All right. All right. So, oh. racist. Okay. <laughs> you racist. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, Fucking slave-owning cocksucker. Bachman's <laughs> the Bach warbler Bachman's warbler that okay. does sound kind of racist now that I'm thinking about it Bachman's warbler is named for the 19th century minister and social activist sounds mm -hmm. good right well even if <laughs> even if it we're all good the bird would be renamed under the American ornithological society decision uh but it's also not all good 
Uh, ooh, okay, here we get into the spicy yes. stuff. As the Washington Post reported, John Bachman once stated that, quote, this is not Ryan saying this, this is this guy, that the Negro will remain as he is unless his form is changed by an amalgamation which is revolving, uh, revolting, excuse me, revolting to us, that his intellect is greatly inferior to that of the Caucasian and that he is therefore incapable of self-government, that he is the throne to our protection. He sounds uh, yeah. like any of our presidents from the 17 or 1800s. That's what I'm saying, right. man. Rough. So should we re- should we rename the great uh, rock band Bachman Turner Overdrive? I mean, I guess, dude, so many things are going to be renamed, to be honest. <laughs> so many Let's things. See this. Cooper's like Hawk. Cooper. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, one of the more familiar North American species that may be renamed is the Cooper's Hawk, named for the 19th century naturalist. Uh, while it's not clear when the changes were, will officially t- take place, it's a good time to start thinking about how it might be renamed. Yellow-legged hawk, perhaps. I like how they have suggestions. But what about yellow? That's offensive to Asians. Yeah, it? that's yeah, yeah. we can't use colors. I don't know. It's a pretty-looking bird. Clark's Nutcracker. Damn. <laughs> it sounds like my Clark. ex-wife. <laughs> my balls hurt. It's a pretty small bird, white with black wings. Uh, cute critter uh, William Clark one half of the expedition sent by Thomas Jefferson across the eastern end of the territory I'm familiar with them uh, brought by the United States uh, I'm sorry bought by a part of the United States as Louisiana purchase um, later as superintendent of Indian affairs oh, okay so this was named after Lewis and Clark and they want to move that well, because yeah, it's because Clark took over the he basically put a lot of people on reservations. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see the next bird. We've got uh six more. We'll just run through them quickly here. Townsend Solitaire. This looks like a shit bird. Yeah. I don't think that anyone's really gonna care. Um, this is after Kirk uh John Kirk Townsend. He stole and, skills um, from native graves. To promote yeah. his theory that they were racially inferior. He stole fucking skulls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sounds probably like not going to name a bird after that guy. That's, no, yeah, but, but we can have skull and bones. Yeah. We we can have skull and bones. So do we do we agree with any of these or do we think that any of these just don't matter? Because, like, I get what you're saying, Matt. We probably shouldn't name a bird after that guy, but it's already named. Should we? Yeah, go about it's like taking down name? a statue after the fact. Leave it up there. It's a learning <laughs> point. Yeah, just don't. You know, maybe maybe you call them something different. The flesh footed shearwater looks like a sea eagle. Um, no, it's brown. Brown sea eagle. Three non. Uh, eponymous species will be renamed that includes the shearwater guess they don't really say why Flesh. we're on eight. Oh, eskimo i know why this one's being renamed the eskimo curlew eskimo is uh offensive derogatory it yeah it hasn't been since the 1960s according to the u.s fish and wildlife service that thus be extinct but nonetheless it will be renamed it doesn't so, give very good reasons here. I'm no. disappointed. And, and if that. it's extinct, who the fuck cares? That's like yeah. calling T Rex. But we have to rename T Rex because of all the short armed women out there that can't reach the bottom of the fucking washing machine because they're they're like, Oh, I got short arms because I have big boobs. 
So this one gives a reason. Some of these are given decent reasons. Some are not. This uh, Inca dove, uh, the name is North American um, endemic species, seems to arise from profound confusion of the geographic locations of the historic Inca and Aztec cultures. So based off of a confusion, it's racist. Because people now. are stupid and refuse to read. We're going to change names. Makes right. Sense. This I is idiocracy, Rye. This is idiocracy I, at its finest. I'm it going to pose a question. I'm going to pose a question. Are either of you a bird watcher? No. Uh, not like a watcher, but I'll sit out on my back porch and listen and see what birds are in the yard. Okay. But I'm I not mean, out there glassing by any means. Now, <laughs> I, I, I do the same. I can see a bird fly by. Do any of you actually know their their names other than maybe a blue jay or a crow or dove, a pigeon, a, a quail? Robin, a dove, I got a about quail. a I got about a handful uh, or, or maybe a dozen that I know the names of. You know, right. like robins. Like okay. Cardinals. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, Crows. major major species. You know, you don't get into the Latin names, Matt. No, no, I don't care. Yeah, I'm not like That's a like bird me. guy. I just enjoy <laughs> what, what, and actually, if you want, I'll, I got a clip that can tie right into this real quick about how the birds uh, oh. and their frequency oh. actually ties in with plant growth. This one's doing blackface. Oh, man, oh that's God. not good. Oh that's the Trudeau God. of birds. And it's Bonaparte's been named after Napoleon. Napoleon, <laughs> Dude, black it's face literally Napoleon. It's a white bird with just a black face <laughs> and black beak. That is wild. Yeah. Uh, and then last but my horn, point was, yeah, no, nobody, uh, the average person, does not know these scientific names and could give a fuck. Oh, there's a little birdie. Oh, well, that birdie's shitting all over my shit. Well, that's the thing. It's these. It's it's educated you know, liberals that are sitting here and they're yeah. saying, well, this is named after this. That could be offensive to someone. I'm going to be right. known as the guy that changes the name because I'm so sensitive to other races. That's so what it is. It's, it's like the land. Stand. It's like the land of lakes butter. You know, right. the, the whole joke is listen, they, <laughs> they did a great job on that because they removed the Indian off the box, but they left the land. They kept the land. Right. No, it's like, come on guys. Like this is, it's gotten to a point of, uh, again, I just keep saying it, idi referencing idiocracy because it's that mm -hmm. ridiculous. Welcome I, to Costco. I, I love you. <laughs> I saw a, um, uh, I know you had a clip that you want to play Matt, if you wanted to pull it up, but the, the, uh, I saw a Land of Lakes ad that was so fucked up and I tried to save it. And I think that they took it down because there was, you know how on Instagram it allows you to like, comment, and then send. It wouldn't allow comments. Yeah. And that's it. You know, you got something good. And it was literally, it was all white people. And they were taking, it was a Thanksgiving Land of Lakes commercial. Started off with a young toddler. And they were like, I've got the butter for so-and-so. And then like the the slightly older person takes it. And they were all lily white people talking about butter. Land Lakes is their favorite brand. I mean, dude, that to me is so much more racist than having an Indian or a Native American, if you want to call it that, on the label. My favorite thing, too, was cutting her knees off and putting it where the butter was because it looked like she was holding her tits. Did you guys ever do that? It's the best. No. Oh, it's the best. I'll, I'll show you the hack here. Um, but yeah, dude, it's 
I just know about the Starbucks logo where uh, those things that go up around that's her legs. Well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be her, her uh, mermaid siren thing, but yeah, yeah man, it's uh, if you it's, zoom out, all you're going to see is puss and butthole. Okay. Well, let's see what you got here. All right. Here's this is related to the birds. Got curious, you know, why do the birds start chirping an hour before sunrise? He found out the chirping of the birds is a frequency that helps open up the plant cell stomata on the bottom of the leaf, and it lets the plant start breathing in the morning. It helps us the alarm clock and wakes the plant up. He found out that that frequency is found in music, classical music, quite a bit. So he started playing classical music to his cornfield. His neighbors thought, you know, un poquito loco a la cabeza, you know. He's a couple fries short of a Happy Meal, but uh, until his corn grew 15 feet tall. And they said, uh, what channel was that you played? <laughs> when he played the music to his squash plants, they produced five squash per leaf instead of one. He played it to his black walnut tree and it grew twice as fast as normal called Sonic Bloom. It's a combination of vitamins for the plant and special frequencies to open up the stomata. Mm. I believe in that shit for sure. For Did sure. Did you send me that a while ago, Matt? I uh, probably, yeah. I, I think I found it like probably a week or two ago. And it's just, I, it's amazing because it's one of those things where, you know, we've talked a lot about electroculture, especially on, mm-hmm. uh, on Monday Master Debaters with, with Matt Rusky and with ryan alexander and you know and nico and all those people and you know you look into it and it gets down to frequency and and plants uh, operate at a frequency humans operate at a frequency everything in this realm operates at a frequency and if you can optimize frequency they've shown it to even be able to manage cancer you know, that's how powerful frequency can be. And it just makes perfect sense that, you know, I always wondered why do the birds sing in the morning? You know, it's not like they're they're setting up their day and game planning for the rest of the day. No, it's that purpose of one. They're okay, guys, plants, time to wake up. Let's go, open up. You're gonna get, you know, the dew on you, and we're we're gonna start this day right. And it's kind of that cycle. And it, it's just amazing it's- how such intricate little things make such a big difference in the end and to hear that you know that frequency of classical music would make plants grow doesn't surprise one bit based on you know the knowledge of electroculture that we have no not at all i, I want to play this little clip well before um, you do that ghost can i show you the uh, hack with the land of lakes boob thing yes let's see some boobs it's important this is this is probably the most important news story we'll have so you'll see the <laughs> You'll Oops see make the world go round. It <laughs> this is the label. Oh, oh that's right. If you just cut her knees, if you cut a square around her <laughs> knees and put them up there, it's like two titties. <laughs> so, so it's like a 12 a, a year old's like, oh my God, I can masturbate to Land Lake's butter. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you fold the dollar bill to say tits of Erica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, my dad actually told me about this, dude. And it, he, that's we were crazy. Laughing. I've never seen this. That's that's really? too funny. It's literally just her knees, and, and they they even look like they have nipples because of the shading. You know, because you mean? could manipulate it and fold it in half in a certain way where she's holding them legitimately. Yeah, 
Well, what we would do is cut them out like, you know, these guys kind of did it sloppy, but yeah, we'd cut them around the knee so it was curved and then cut straight up and it would be perfect. I mean, it would look so real, dude. It's so funny you mentioned that because I was talking with my son yesterday about the NFL signal or or football signal for juggling a pass out of bounds and how we used (laughs) to always laugh because it looks like the ref is juggling a pair of titties. And my son just thought that was the funniest thing ever. And (laughs) now he's watching football games and he's like, when's he going to do it? I got to see this. And he's just going to lose his mind when he actually sees it. That's so funny, man. It's like when a girl has. There's nothing better than doing that. Like you just breast in your hand. You're just like very happy feeling. Oh yeah, there. there's nothing. You can't nothing. do it with a frown. Yeah, I, I no. challenge you. I challenge you to make that gesture and be pissed off. Or getting boobs Mickey Mouse eared. Mickey Mouse eared is fun when they just set their boobs right here on top of your head like that. <laughs> and then also, I don't know if you've ever heard of like the term when a girl has arthritis. Have you heard of that? No. Because when you have arthritis, it makes your hand go like that, right? So like she's got arthritis. <laughs> It's just when it, when a girl has arthritis, she's got big old titties. Oh man, it makes your hands want to just cup them. I oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's a stupid joke, stupid early two thousands joke. But yeah, sorry, girls. What were you gonna play? That's uh, that was a fun tangent though. Boobs are always good on cunt here. Oh my god! Now I oh I wanted to play this uh this metal shit this kind of flies up uh matt's alley a little bit and it's this device right here has sent me down the deepest rabbit hole and that's because this is a source of free energy that has a very mysterious history and could be linked to ufos but for several years now a small group of scientists here has been investigating a strange new space age metal a nickel titanium alloy called nitinol in cold water, nitinol turns soft. Bend it and it stays bent. But in hot water, it springs back with forces as high as 55 tons a square inch. Hmm. No one That's knows quite cool. why this happens. Several years ago, McDonnell Douglas began experimenting with nitinol in the form of springs. At room temperature, the nitinol wire springs bend easily. But in warm water, they spring back, thus forcing the wheel around. Even stranger, nitinol wires get stronger the more they're used. They develop a double memory. They not only contract in the warm water, but they begin to stretch of their own accord in the cool water. Nitinol can be trained. And then there's this document that was written from the Battelle Memorial Institute to the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio in 1949. And of course, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is known for allegedly storing the crashed UFO that happened in Roswell in 1947, which was just two years before this contract was written. And in this document, they're talking about the different alloys that they're testing, and they're giving a progress report on those tests. And at this time, Nightnall went by a different name. And a lot of the serious UFO researchers believe that the Battelle Memorial Institute was the organization that was given the contract to examine and test all the metals that were retrieved from the Roswell crash. And one more interesting thing about Battelle is that they are the same organization that invented coding and metals that were used on spy planes that were then later used on the U-2 and the SR-71. I like it. That's interesting, man. There's all sorts of stories like that out there. You know, it reminds me of the whole Avengers idea of vibranium, right? That Mm -hmm. there's these alloys out there or these precious metals that can really change humanity if used in the right uh, means. Have you heard of that? 
before him? That particular one? Not that specific one, no. Yeah, me neither. It's no. interesting. No, I, I stumbled across it and I was just like, oh shit. You know, yeah, this- it's interesting because the way it would contract and expand, I mean, and it, it from the sound of it, with just a simple water source, you would have electricity. So again, it's one of these things that you're not going to hear a lot about it if it has the potential to mess with the oil industry, you know, and, Correct. and which makes you you laugh because you see, you know, I saw a, a thing that New York State finally shot down any notion of using electric plows uh in their fleet because it's just so moronic you know this whole concept of electric and and forcing everyone to it when in reality and over history we've seen people that have uh created water combustion engines they've been able to create different engines that don't necessarily operate on petroleum and they usually end up dead so yes or cop copper utensils yep the one that was real interesting was that whole thing in uh i think it was new york that shooting where that that buffalo like, I, well yeah buffalo where it's like i wonder if that guy really was i know that he had the youtube videos and i watched videos of him talking with like other because you know how and, and there's nothing wrong with this it, it sounds fucked up to say but you know how like black entrepreneurs like to prop each other up right which i fucking totally understand the way they've been fucked by the the government right but like black people like to interview other black people that are doing good shit and i saw it on some some black channel which again sounds fucked up but that's just what it was like you know these dudes were sitting there talking and and it was fucking brilliant what the dude came up with but i mean if if this is the the real story but it's interesting man it's just I wonder what the whole obsession with keeping us on the the oil and the petroleum. I wonder what that obsession is because there's so many other ways to make money. It, it, there's not oh, like absolutely. they they could dinosaurs turn, die, <laughs> right? I mean, they could just make like they can they can find some other system that you know you wouldn't have this whole idea of the global warming and the fossil fuels fucking up the environment, and you could make all of your dumb people happy without you know and you can find other ways to charge man i just don't i really don't understand the the petroleum thing at all but well and that's a gold mine now because again you know counter to when it initially started and they were just using it for fuel now you get all the offshoots right right close yeah and all the the feeder Mm -hmm. you know all the runoff Medicine, is now used yeah. in other products so you're you're using the bottom of the barrel in in daily products for you know you and i well the medical industrial complex probably wouldn't exist without oil correct no absolutely not so yeah that makes sense now now so all we got to do is talk it out here and now it makes sense <laughs> let's get into something funny uh matt you 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 referenced uh xi jinping going to san francisco in the beginning. After Big President Biden's successful meeting with China's President Xi Jinping, reporters asked Biden if he still believed that she was a dictator. And I don't know if Biden was supposed to say yes, because look at this reaction from Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Did you still refer to President Xi as a dictator that's confirmed uh, that you used earlier in the year? Oh, look, she is. <laughs> oh, man. That's the same face I make when my uncle starts a story by mentioning the race of the waitress. 
It's actually the same. It's actually the same. It's actually the same face I made when I heard Biden say this about LL Cool J. LLJ Cool J. Uh, By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. Holy shit. LLJ Cool J? I think the second J stands for Jesus. Insiders are concerned that President Biden's chances for re-election could be damaged by his unwavering support for Israel. But I think the bigger problem for Biden is that he is six years older than Israel. <laughs> so yeah, is he that, really that six was... years older than Israel? He could be. <laughs> yeah. But 48 is when it came about? Yeah. Dude. If that's a real thing, when was this fucking dude born? Yeah, because if he's 42, he's 81. Let's see. Holy shit. Yeah, 42, man. Huh? That's a problem. You think? Alive during World War II. That's a fucking problem, man. Yeah, like, that, and that, that puts it into perspective, though. You can say someone is eighty-two years old, and it doesn't hit as different as like, like the like one of my favorite Mormon jokes. And you know, I, I support my Mormons. Ghost does not, but uh, where it's like you have a religion that hasn't been around as, as long as baseball has. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's that puts it into perspective. Um. The Israel thing really does put it into perspective, man. Because you do think of Israel for some reason, like the layman person is going to think of that being like an ancient country. Because obviously, uh, you know, the empire's been around, right? But I don't know, dude. That's wild. That's really, really interesting <laughs> to me. Um, I say we wrap up here shortly. I've got a funny clip. Um, I, I don't know. You know, we talk about food a lot here. And I've shown oh. this guy before. This isn't going to excite you, Ghost. It's... uh. One of my favorite food pages, not oh, because like, it looks uh, like Gordon pickled pussy pussy shots in your face. <laughs> no, this is Barfly, and I love this guy's work. I don't know if I've shown you guys before. I think I've shown you Ghost. Um, what this guy does, he goes around the hotels and he makes like gourmet meals in the bathrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen this, Matt? Yes. Okay. It's great. Yeah, I think it's fucking fascinating. I love this stuff um let's see if i can pull up just a good one real quick here just before we get out of here um we'll do the uh eh, we got this uh maybe this whole bathroom fried chicken we'll do this um that seems like a good one here here we go fried chicken i mean fried chicken in a bag makes it in the same Trash can is a hot pot. The food turns out looking okay most of the time, but it's like I would. I've thrown up in hotel sinks before. How many up. people have fucked on that countertop? Oh, yeah. This guy's just prepping shit. Spread legs, getting, getting fucking fucked and farted and, and maybe sharted on that fucking counter. Yeah. I don't know how many people shart when they're fucking, but 
I mean, yeah, dude, this guy's uh this guy's just eating it, man. He makes some really good looking food, but it's in a bathroom at a hotel. My favorite was the French onion soup, but it's gnarly. I mean, cooking it in the sink. I mean, this dude's probably been in prison before. I just think he's got such a fascinating page. I like to shout him out every now and then. Uh but yeah, Barfly seven 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 seven. Show something more funny. Yeah, like that. Hey, that I got I got one for you, ghost. Like yeah no those aren't those aren't funny it's just i think it's a it's an interesting concept before we go i got i and i've been saving this just for cunt because they made an aids memorial and check this out nine foot sculpture plan for a palm springs park meant to remember lives lost to hiv and aids but the design doesn't resonate with everyone in fact some (laughs) call it inappropriate and the committee in charge says they are now listening it's the proposed AIDS memorial sculpture, raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in the community and stirring up controversy over its shape. <laughs> the round limestone statue with concentric carved circles meant the to donut. represent the diverse community impacted by AIDS. It's eye level <sighs> opening, signifying connection, reflection, and hope. But it's not seen by everyone that way. Some saying it's official. That's a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. There's no There's no like one thinks one that's a good idea. Come on. One stretched. Out of well, that's out, of, thing. out of all the things you could make for an AIDS memorial, you make an asshole. That's the thing, man. I that that can't be an accident. That's got to be someone was like, "Let's make it an asshole." And yeah. but let's try and make it abstract. Dude, it's, it's not very abstract. It's just, it's mind blowing. I, I couldn't believe that when I saw that. And I'm like, that's so cunt worthy. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that here. It's, uh, it's an honor. But uh, I say we get in a cunt of the week, man. Play the music. Oh, you, you want to hear, you, you want to hear the music? We do. It's not going to come through clearly here, but we'll add it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to do the dance. <laughs> that's the cunt dance. Yeah, man, I think uh, I think that the the bean of the week should go first. Absolutely. Oh, so many choices. We uh, talked about a lot of cunts. I'm gonna have to go with our friend, the Princeton professor, uh, the zoophilia bestiality guy. I mean, again, uh, still like like you said, that's a, a close second to uh, messing with children. You don't mess with animals. Kind of. That Princeton professor. Haven't these people seen Don't Fuck With Cats, the documentary? People literally went on a worldwide manhunt just because this dude was slightly abusive to a cat on a computer. He didn't even kill the cat at all. No. Just kind of mean to the cat. But yeah, scumbag. Go ahead, Ghost. I'm going to say Bernie Sanders because he can't keep a meeting in control. He was the logical one there. But he's still a cunt. Because he brought he brought that witness and and, and witness was like, I'm going to fight you anytime, anywhere. Well, OK, well, the guy's like, hey, anytime they should have well, just it up right there. They should have. They should have squared up. Fuck yeah. Up, like total. back in the day, I forget who it was, but there was a, a very massive beating on the Senate floor back in the day. I think it should happen, man. I think it honestly should happen. We'd weed out some of these weak people, man. There's no way, like, there's no way Bernie Sanders is able to fight. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Even if it's oh. against someone like Donald Trump, and I'm not saying Donald Trump sh- like could throw hands, but I I kind of think Donald Trump would actually <laughs> fuck up Bernie Sanders. He's, he's got good hips. He just hip checks them. He like, can throw oh, an arm bar like a motherfucker. I bet. But um, we you know we mentioned. Uh, I always like to throw the government in there whenever we can. Uh, we talked about the San Francisco homeless population. I'll say the uh, you know California government, like the state government there. Uh, everyone involved in California politics, you are the collective cunt of the week for myself. That's wow. Mic drop. You're really going to throw California under the bus like that? I know. It's not It's not common for the it's, show here, but. Oh, my God. It's such a beautiful state. Everything that they represent is, like, wholesome. Pretty Family soon, or- it's going to be the Communist Republic of California. Be ready. Are they going to change that name? They might, you know, when they get sold to China officially, I think they might, you know, have some name change. I wouldn't be surprised, man. It'd be them or New York that would do it first. And Texas will follow a lot quicker than the Texans would want to think, man, because Texas is becoming fucking California real quick. Absolutely. Um, Fun show, though, guys. I mean, I appreciated this one. This was a nice one, a little longer than normal, but we expected that because it's the 69th. Um, 69th. Nine, you gotta wine and dine. Matt, you got anything uh, that you want to tell people before we get out of here? No, dude, just keep keep doing what you're doing, Ghost. I love this show. This is this is an honor for me to be on here, my man. I've been I listen to every single one, so thank you guys, and thank you for well, not falling you. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Don't be a catalyst. <laughs> no man uh ghost you got anything before we get out all i'm gonna say is wow thank you matt uh it was honestly you say it's an honor to come on here it's an honor to have you as being in the week um doing this show same with ryan and wow you know it, it it's great 69 i mean holy hell we had our noses in buttholes eating hunts and on that note we'll see you next tuesday are you working what kind of work do you do the liberal consensus can only be maintained in a censorship environment the minute that you take away the censorship right-wing ideas flourish you know when i talk to people they say they genuinely have never heard these ideas before and it's, it's incredible it's like an embargo on information there's so much talk about banned books and the Nazis burning books in 1984 and Fahrenheit 451. But there's quite literally an embargo going on right now of an entire worldview, which is historical, which is thousands of years. Every generation believed this stuff. I say my viewpoint, which people call me racist, sexist, anti-Semitic for. And all the comments are positive, saying, wow, actually, he's well-spoken. He made some good points. I never thought of it that way because they've been prevented from hearing it by our supposed pro-education, pro, you know, the, the cure for fascism is reading. The cure for racism is travel. So we need to get the message out there because the truth is on our side and we need to abide by the truth for things to work.